When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Beverly Hathorne. Beverly is a team leader, project manager, and HR professional with over 20 years of experience coaching and developing teams particularly in the customer satisfaction arena. She's led business process outsourcing for a Fortune 500 company, created customer satisfaction initiatives, and now as a consultant, offers training, workshops, and strategies to help clients who wish to build high-performing collaborative teams and create a customer-first culture. Thanks so much for joining me today, Beverly. Thank you so much, Diane, for having me. I'm happy to be here. I am thrilled to have you here. Um, uh, sorry. So we're, we're talking about what you call hidden gems, and, and this topic just fascinates me. So will you explain what that term means to you? Like, how are you using the term hidden gems? Well, when I speak of hidden gems... Let me just clarify first that all employees are gems. We appreciate <laughs> everything that our employees do. Yeah. Hidden gems are knowledgeable and skilled employees who just don't always speak up in meetings mm-hmm. and in conferences and who people side of their uh first level managers may not even be aware of their capabilities and their knowledge. And so while they are gems, they are hidden. I call them the quiet. Most often they're introverts. Many times they're introverts and they're just the people who just don't come forward. So they don't get noticed a lot and they don't get a lot of attention. Okay. So, so what's the benefit to the organization to bring them out and and not let them remain hidden. Right, yes. The knowledge and skill and understanding and perspective of these people can be very, very valuable to organizations. For instance, introverts, and again, that's usually our hidden gems, introverts have a thought process where they take information in, they work to process it and develop it, and then they 
come to a conclusion or a decision. Often they take in a great deal of information. A lot of times businesses or organizations may not be privy to that information, again, because they're the quiet ones on the team. So while they may be processing and, and turning over a lot of information and coming up with great ideas and solutions, unless you reach those people, your organization may not get the benefit of what they have to offer. Okay, so so how do we um, help them want to be more engaged? Well, there's a couple of things that leaders can do. And it's not necessary to revamp your organization to, you know, address these people. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things they wouldn't want because that would draw attention to them. But there's a couple of things that you can do. You can talk to them maybe before a meeting. You can talk to them and get their thoughts on some of the topics, particularly if you've processed and sent out an agenda. You can kind of talk to them on a one-on-one basis and get their thoughts on things. You can, during your performance reviews, you can help them understand what a valuable contribution they are to the organization. They may not know. A lot of employees don't understand where they fit in, or a lot of employees may think that they don't fit in or that you don't care if they fit in or not. So if you can kind of explain to them, hey, you know, you've got a lot of good stuff here. You got a lot of good, that project you managed was great and everything's successful. And you come up with a lot of great ideas. How would you feel about sharing that with the team? So those are some of the things that we can do to maybe gently coax them out of their quiet place. Yeah, I I like that a lot. Um, Is there training, like, you know, particular types of training that could help them become more comfortable with participating? I would think some things, and this may be contrary to the introvert's personalities, but some things like a speaker academy, Toastmasters, that type of opportunity where they learn a a little more confidence and in their and they get their speaking voice you know if they can kind of get their speaking voice maybe those type of trainings um opportunities for them to lead a smaller group or lead a group of their closest peers maybe sometime you know you have breakout oh. rooms and things like that for different conferences and meetings and maybe if you could have them just lead a small discussion or a short discussion in one of those breakout rooms to start them off kind of slowly let them build their confidence maybe find out what inhibits them what makes them reticent to speak mm. maybe some of those things like that yeah, that that I can see. Do you find that um, sometimes these people are quieter because other people are so loud? Very much so. I'm glad <laughs> you asked that question. Hidden gems or our introverts don't compete for space and activity. They just don't. They have their thoughts and they're perfectly fine with keeping their thoughts to themselves, 
particularly when there's a situation where they're in a room full of extroverts, a room full of extroverts who are very open in their discussion, very outward in their thinking, uh, who think out loud, speak out loud. Introverts don't always find a spot to come out there. Sometimes they may not be comfortable in the feedback that they get from their solutions or uh, advice or discussion. So typically introverts may kind of, I don't want to use the word intimidate because we love our introverts too. We don't want to picture them as, you know, the big, you know, intimidating voice in the room, but sometimes when there's a, a, I'm sorry, extroverts, but sometimes when there's a room full of extroverts, you won't get the introverts to participate. There's, there's just not breathing room for them. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I don't think that extroverts do it on purpose, right? They're just so used to communicating. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, there's great things about extroverts too. Um, Extroverts are really good at thinking on their feet, you know, you can toss something out to them. And mm. just like that, they got an answer at hand and, you know, they think quickly and they're quick to speak and they're very confident and outgoing. And we definitely, you know, need those people too. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not trying yeah. to indicate that, you know, we should shut them out in any way, but introverts just kind of won't get in that competition. Right. They won't get right. in that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there things that leaders should not do um, in these situations? You know, things that might backfire on them. Yeah, don't don't do one of those. And here's Johnny. You know, I just <laughs> dated myself probably, but you know, <laughs> definitely don't do one of those. You know, don't get them in a meeting or on a call and say, "Hey, I was talking to Bev the other day and she had a great idea about this. Tell us what you were thinking, Bev." You know, <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. Oh. While they may speak up and participate, most introverts won't be very appreciative of that sort of call out. So, yeah, don't don't shout them out in a in a meeting or, you know, in a public arena. Yeah, boy. I think that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> Are there any kinds of statistics that can help us understand um you know, how much of the workforce is affected by, by this kind of thing and the impact that it has on organizations? Interestingly enough, a great deal of the workforce is impacted by uh, being the quiet huh. one, I'll say. I've seen statistics that say as much as 60, 65 percent of wow. the workforce. That's over half. Sometimes we picture our quiet, hidden gems as being disengaged. They're not disengaged. They're, they may be even more engaged than some of your extroverts because uh-huh. they're thinkers and they're, you know, they're working on something all the time and they're wondering about something and trying to, you know, explain or extrapolate information. But a great deal of the workforce has been classified as introverts or hidden gems or, or the quiet ones. And even some leaders, there are some leaders 
Uh, I think uh, Warren Buffett has has self classified as an introvert. Huh. I think uh, Jill Biden, um, Bill yeah. Gates, Bill Gates is an introvert. Who knew? So yeah. <laughs> introverts can definitely be leaders too. But yeah, to answer your question, there's as much as sixty to seventy percent of the working population wow. that would be called could be called introverts. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. The, I thought that was very interesting. I do too. I do too. I know I, I do a lot of training around sales. And one thing I hear all the time is, but I'm an introvert. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can't sell. And, and what I always say is your introverts make the best sellers because they mm-hmm. don't want to talk. Right. Right. They're listeners. Yeah, exactly. Which is the best sales skill you can have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's how we look at some of these things. So it feels like maybe for some of these people, um, they, have a, they have an idea of what's expected of them. You know, they have a belief system of what's expected of them that makes them uncomfortable that um, potentially is not what's expected of them, which, mm-hmm. you know, goes back to their leader. Mhm mhm I agree yeah. Yeah. I agree and you know there are so many different uh leadership wheels if you will that say innovation and um presenting ideas and helping us come to solutions is a critical component of being a good leader introverts do that they just don't do it in the fashion where everyone is privy to it. Introverts yeah. often will deliver their solutions and thoughts and suggestions to their first level, to their first level leader. And a lot of times it comes out during one-on-one conversations, particularly those impromptu one-on-one conversations where you just maybe catch them you know, in the elevator, or if you catch them in the break room or something and just start up a chat with them, a lot of times you can get, Hmm. you know, a lot of their thoughts that way. That's interesting. So, so this is, it it feels to me like this is really about the leadership being aware that um, they don't know Mm -hmm. where the other person's coming from till they have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm-hmm, that exactly, um, and they have to meet them where they are. That's right, right, and um, help them find a way. I mean, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like it's help them find a way to participate more or share more in a way that is comfortable for them. Exactly, huh. and that last part is key in a way that's comfortable to them. Yeah, it may yeah. not always be to stand up in the front of the cro- the class at the podium with a mic. Right. You know that might not always be the way that's most comfortable to them. So yeah, yeah, and and you leaders really need to get to know their people and talk to their people to find out what that is. Because after all, the ultimate goal is to help the organization as well as the employee to grow. That's that's the ultimate goal. Right. And the way to do that will vary based on the employee. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Yeah, it's so interesting because um, in the past couple of days, I've had a number of conversations with people where the thing that keeps popping up for me is we really need to be dealing with each employee as an individual mm-hmm. and um, and really learning about them and and then identifying how they can best contribute to mm-hmm. the organization instead of feeling like, well, everyone in position X is being treated the same. Right. Right. And then once a leader determines the capabilities uh, that are hidden in an employee, work out a way to grow that. Work out a way to have that employee feel more comfortable about speaking up, have that employee feel more confident in their thoughts and their ideas, and maybe especially in high-performing teams, in high-performing teams, everyone's thoughts and ideas are important. It's almost like a grab bag or something. You know, you just toss your stuff out there and everybody's respected and appreciated for their thoughts and ideas and positions. So leaders can work to help the employee determine or help them see the best that they have in them. You know, Bev, you are really, really good at writing documentation or Diane, the way you put together PowerPoint is just unreal. You know, just just kind of help them to see where they're good at. And that builds confidence. That builds confidence. Right. Right. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. so interesting. I mean, it really is so, um, I I think what we're learning and realizing is we have got to get back to the people side of things. Right. You you know, that it really is about the people, not the position. You you know, that's how we, everyone wins. That's how, you know, we make sure that everyone's goals are being met. 
Yes, yes. And and that's the goal. It's for the organization to be supported and for the employee to grow. When you, we all know that it costs more, it's more cost effective to retain and grow existing employees than it is to, you know, bring on new employees when you get the training and the ramping up. So it's beneficial to organizations to grow their existing employees. A lot of introverts or quiet ones can grow into great leaders. I just mentioned a few exceptional leaders that have self-qualified as as introverts. So introverts can grow into great leaders. And one of the, a couple of things that makes them such great leaders is they tend to listen to their employees, which is what we're talking about now. They, They tend to listen a little more intently and they are not afraid to, many introverts are not afraid to say, I'm not really sure about that just yet. Let me think about that and I'll get back to you. You know, let's parking lot that thought. and Let me think about that and process that before they come up with an answer. And often that makes a a person feel like, okay, they, you know, they're really taking into consideration what I just said, rather than just giving me an answer. Now, extroverts can do that really well. They can take, as I said before, they can take information, process it, zoom, they got an answer. Introverts don't always work on that level. They don't. Yeah. 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 They don't always work in that playing field. Right. And it's like you said before that it's not that they're disengaged. It's that they're thinking, they're processing. Right. Right. That they're, they're going through their own way of Engaging with the information of engaging. And, you know, uh, speaking of engaged and disengaged, you know, disengaged employees there, um, there is a you can quantify that in terms of what the company loses with disengaged employees, disengaged employees. That's a whole other category because they just have no thoughts about the business, about what we're doing. They just want to do what has been put before them, get done with that and move on to the next. I I use this term, Mm. do my eight and hit the gate. When you, (laughs) when you, when you've got a disengaged employee, that's their purpose. You know, they, they come in at starting time and they're looking at their watch, counting the hours until it's time to go home. And they don't really, um, they don't really work to find solutions and they don't really give you their thoughts and ideas. Uh, again, leaders need to work with those employees to re-engage them for everybody's benefit, the organization as well as the employee. But simply because an employee is quiet, that in and of itself does not amount to disengagement. Yeah, and that, that's the key. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that leaders have to be really careful about how they mm-hmm. interpret how, how right. someone is showing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. This is really valuable information. I think, um, you know, that the um, challenge with these hidden gems is that uh, because they are so quiet, it is so easy to uh, overlook them. Overlook them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And miss mm-hmm. out on the value that they're bringing mm-hmm. or could mm-hmm. be bringing. That, that, that is correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, to that end, I have a 
workshop and a product. It's called Everything Disc. You may have heard of it. It's um, Disc Personality Profiles. And one of the great benefits about DISC, there's lots of personality profiles out there. One of the great benefits of DISC is that it helps you understand the preferences and priorities of your team, your Mm. peers, your leaders. So a DISC workshop, again, maybe with Beverly and Diane, in a DISC workshop, we might find that Beverly likes details when you're presenting information to her. She likes specifics. She likes to know the numbers. She likes to, you know, get down in the dirt with it. And she wants to know everything. Diane, on the other hand, may just want a high level of the information that you're giving her. And she just wants to know, what do I need to do to fix this? And, you know, how can I, yeah, I don't need all of that. Well, Beverly will frustrate Diane with all those details and Diane will confuse Beverly with a high level because she doesn't have enough to make her decision. So in the in the DISC workshop, we go through those different types and uh, DISC um, identifies different personality types and gives you an idea how to work best with those personalities. So your team actually becomes more collaborative, more communicative, and they really do work better together after uh, these workshops. So then it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a mystery. As a matter of fact, many introverts, such as myself, will tell you that they're introverts. You know, I, I, I like to think yeah. about things and process things before I speak. And I have worked on teams where people will tell you, well, you know, Beverly's very quiet and, you know, she just kind of sits in the corner just quietly and, you know, we don't get a lot from her. She's not, you know, doesn't talk a lot. To which my family and friends will say, what Beverly are you talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, you know, I I am an introvert, but I do uh, I do have solutions and thoughts and ideas about different things, and I just process it differently. And I'm usually in a room or on a team with mostly extroverts, right? And I tend not to find my spot. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, I think that happens a lot with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I Mm -hmm. get that. But I had leaders over the years who saw my capability and just kind of, you know, helped me to grow. I had one leader who said to me, yeah, the business process outsourcing. She said, well, I think you should lead this. And, and, you know, I kind of looked over my shoulder like, who who, are you talking to me? You know, (laughs) she was like, yeah, you can do it. You'd be great at it. And I was like, well, I'm I'm not sure. And she was like, you'll be fine. Just go and do what you know. And it was one of the most successful. um, It was one of the most successful things that I did in my career was when she saw those capabilities in me. And it did help me to grow and it did help me to become more confident and a little more outspoken and more engaging in meetings and conferences. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great example. Mm-hmm. Well, Beverly, I really appreciate this information. I think it's so important for businesses and organizations to consider 
you know, the, this side of things. So thank you so much for sharing this information. Will you let the listeners ha- know how they can find you and, and um, you know, if you have uh, workshops or events coming up that they should know about? Sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Diane. Currently, I'm processing scheduling workshops, so I don't have new dates yet. However, you can reach me via email at Beverly at customermeasures.com. And Beverly is spelled just like Beverly Hills, California. My website is www.customermeasures.com. You can join my email list. You can learn a little bit more about what I do there. You can also find me a strategic HR consultants is the name of my company. I should have said that first, but that's the name <laughs> of my company. And you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm all over the place. You can find <laughs> me just about anywhere. And if you aren't successful in any of those areas, you can just call me. You can oh. reach me at 888 272 7711. Excellent. I will make sure that information is in the show notes. So once again, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.